2: Happy Hour Podcast
3: with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious
0: football talk and hardcore analysis.
1: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge. You can go there. They have 136 draft beers. They have a 50-foot TV for whatever bowl LSU is in. And Ojon is the coach. I'm excited. Half the fan base isn't, but I am. Uh, The Pelican House, they have a late-night menu. They have an awesome regular menu, Uh, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You still got five weeks of football left left plus college bowl games plus uh nba basketball the college playoff all that stuff the pelican house you support them because they support us all right kevin i've been thinking about this all day and i saved this question for you uh was sean payton's post willie sneed trick play touchdown celebration was it the best celebration in Saints history, and you can take into account his tweet of the Circle of Life afterwards, <laughs> if you want to include all of it.
2: Uh, I will not include the tweet. I'm going to oh, say this is sec- – here's the thing. Listen.
3: Oh, you got to uh, include
2: the tweet. Cel- no, no, no. Celebrations only include the on-the-field activity. Oh. <sighs> That's just that, that's my own that's my own personal rule. I mean, what about the strut second? What about the strut? He was man's stun- got to have a code. He was stunting out, boy. I mean, <laughs> man's he got to have stun- a code. <laughs> um. So, all right, I'm going to say this is my second favorite of all time. Um, if somebody said now, if you guys say it's your favorite, I can't, I can't argue. I mean, it's perfectly valid. Um, my favorite is. From the two thousand six season after the block punt where Sean Payton did the most awkward it's like uh, bump F- did the most awkward take, like I'll leg it now leg big wheel punch uppercut thing, like he was coaching his uh you know, eight year old peewees and his son ran in for a touchdown.
1: Yeah.
2: So Joe Horns that's te- my favorite Joe
1: Horn telephone prop celebration. No,
0: I uh, thought that was kind of lame.
1: Joe Horn cell phone. That was Steve Gleason. Was like
0: that was fly. like a big deal back then.
1: Steve Gleason. It was flying. a big deal,
0: but it wasn't that cool. Honestly, Steve I Gleason. thought the cell phone thing was lame.
1: Steve, Steve Gleason with his f- kind of flying. No? Yeah. Tracy I mean, goes.
0: that play was amazing, but I don't. I wouldn't say that's the best celebration. I mean,
1: I think I think Sean Payton. When you include everything, the strutting the tweet. I mean, it's just... I gotta,
3: I gotta go back and watch it because I didn't see it because I was at the game. Oh my god. See, to the... Go to Twitter. It's All right. so good.
1: Before, before we go any further... I saw the tweet. Before we go any further in this podcast, we have to stop and thank Stephanie who made a large donation to the podcast again. She helped when my computer broke so we can continue the show. Stephanie made a large donation, but she said she wanted... Dave. Are we
3: not going to say the amount?
1: Well, we can – it was large. It was three wow. figures. We don't want you – know? Yeah. But she mm-hmm. said, look
3: – She's setting the bar very she high. She set
1: the bar high. And she said she wanted Dave to apologize for his rant against the drafting of Thomas Moorstead. But it wasn't Dave. It was me. And I did ran against the drafting of Thomas Morstead because the Saints they gave up three draft picks to get Morstead. They gave up a fifth rounder, a seventh rounder, and a 2010 fifth rounder. And here's the thing: I was completely wrong about Morstead. He's awesome. He's Pro Bowl worthy punter. But here's the thing, Stephanie: that's the minimum floor when you trade for when you give up three draft picks for a punter. The minimum they have to be. Is what Thomas Morstead is like. You can't be any worse than that. Like, in order to justify giving up three draft picks for a punter, he's got to be all world. And, and Morstead is. But and I'm sorry, Stephanie. And here's to other people. If you want to buy an apology, an official <laughs> apology from
0: the Saints Happy Hour podcast. But, the, but this, well, hold on. This 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 request is at least legit. It I mean, is legit. You can't, you can't pay us. Uh, well, maybe you can pay us to say <laughs> Manning is better than Breeze. And, you know, you, there's probably a you know, We'll say
3: whatever you. If, if you donate, listen. If you donate three figures, we'll pretty much say whatever you want to say.
2: I'll apologize for whatever you want. If you, t- <laughs> but, if you t- for the re- but for the record, that that was a
0: legit thing to ask for.
2: Yeah, I mean, like Thomas
0: Morstead was a good draft pick.
1: He was a great draft pick. One
3: of the few. Listen,
0: times yeah, to, to did they really
3: have I'll, to trade up to get him? Though, did they really have to trade up to get him? <laughs>
0: Maybe not, but I, mean, but I think if, if you had the luxury of knowing how good a guy was going to be and, and you knew if you told us going into the draft like this, you didn't know anything about any other player. All you knew is this guy, this punter here is going to be this good, basically come close to breaking the average net yardage for punts in a season in NFL history like two or three times over the course of his career. Break an NFL record for touchbacks in a season on kickoffs, go to the Pro Bowl. If you guarantee me all this stuff, I would take a punter in the second round. Maybe not the first, but definitely in the second if you promise
2: me all those things. So
1: that's a lot of drafting.
2: Listen, I will listen, if you donate <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> at least at least a hundred dollars. Three figures. Gotta be a minimum of three, three figures. Three figures. I will apologize for whatever you want. If you want me to apologize, listen. I will apologize for Watergate.
1: The Bay of Pigs. I will
2: apologize. I will apologize for uh, for Donald whichever Trump. war. I will apologize for any war Vietnam? you want me to apologize Korean for. Uh, I will apologize for Jonathan Whoa. Sullivan's own eating habits. Will you apologize well, for uh, the? Will the you that- apologize?
0: Will you will you forgive Roger Goodell? For a hundred dollars. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. no 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 These are apologies, not forgiveness. <laughs> we don't know. We don't ever. We don't ever forgive. I am not in the forgive. Listen, anybody that knows me knows okay. I am not w- in the w- forgiveness you, business. Okay. Would
0: you would would you say for a hundred dollars I apologize for being so harsh towards Roger Goodell?
1: Mm, you got to make that one four figures.
0: <laughs>
2: maybe add yeah. Maybe add another zero. Add <laughs> a zero, man. <laughs> um. So, Steph- listen, I'm a listen. I'm I am an ex- I am an expensive uh, podcast whore. Okay, yes.
1: no, you're not. You'd do it for you'd do it for seventy five and a subway gift card. Uh, so, Stephanie, there you go. You got your apology, and, and, and you were right to you were right to ask, and and you got it, and the the, the three figure donation helped a lot. Yeah.
0: And um, Stephanie, from what I understand, is not on Twitter. No, she.
2: Not,
0: um, but, you know, we, all, we always talk about superfan Allie, and she's very deserving of that title. Um, but it sounds like Stephanie, Stephanie is right up there, Stephanie's so thank in. you.
1: Stephanie. She, she was, uh, Allie, it's time I to wish, cut a I check. I wish we could
0: thank you on Twitter, but we'll we'll thank you yeah. on the podcast. And stuff. We, we, we'll time eat. to cut a check, Allie. Oh, and you
1: got to give four figures in in actual American dollars. You can't give us four figures in Bitcoin. If any smart right. ass out there is going right. to be like, I'll give you – No a, lira. No lira in Bitcoin. Um. <laughs> Dave, um, your former BFF slash boyfriend uh, now leads the NFL in yards per carry and is averaging 8.3, something like... Since, Wait, since, is since it again.
0: is it former or are you, are you rekindling are you be- are you rekindle- the romance?
1: That's what I was going to say, Dave. Are you, are you and Mark Ingram? are you back together now that he's just tearing it up?
3: He, he got me flowers, <laughs> bought me chocolates in a heart-shaped box. Uh, he apologized <laughs> profusely. We had makeup sex. Which is always the best six. and uh, we are. Uh, I, I do want to announce that me and Mark are back together again. Yeah. Uh, Use no, that no, audio yeah.
2: in the intro.
1: It's not like a trial. <laughs> it's not like a trial yeah. run. Like you're officially like back together, living together. Not like tr- like like testing I, I really,
0: out. I really hope Mark Ingram never hears this. I hope he, he does. He, I hope he does. You know, well, he 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 had a, he had an awesome game, and
3: again, funny enough. Uh, his family was sitting next to to me at the game today. I feel like whoever sits, whoever's family sits next to me at the games this season, they have a good game. For, you know, we have Mark Ingram this week, um, who I think his parents were there and maybe sister and, and a couple of buddies. Because um, every time he scored a touchdown, he he brought the ball over and, and gave it to them. Uh, oh my God, that screen pass but, was
1: glorious. I could have got that first down. <laughs> I wouldn't have but, scored, uh, but I got the first down. Man, there was nobody there was nobody within like thirty yards of him.
3: Yeah, he, he I mean, it, so, you know, some of his stuff this week was uh, was was pretty easy. Um, but uh, so this week I had Mark Ingram. The, the other week I had Willie Sneed's parents, and he had two touchdowns. I think that game. Uh, I, Nick Fairley's parents were there one week, and he had like a sack or a sack and a half. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm bringing, I'm bringing certain players good luck each week. But, uh, yeah, no, Ingram, Ingram's awesome. I didn't, I didn't know that he was leading the entire league in, uh, in yards per carry.
1: Andrew, we always talk about like Ingram, you need to give him carries to get him going, but I feel like he's the opposite. Like Ingram within like three carries, I like, no, he's like, oh yeah, he's going to (laughs) roll. Like, I feel like if the the Saints give him one good play early where they block it up and he sees the hole and he hits it really well, like, you know, he's, it's on, he's going to roll.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. I, I do feel that way. You know, I felt like early, especially early in his career, it's like a lot of people were like, "Oh well, he's the kind of back he needs twenty, twenty-five carries." Uh, you know, he's always best in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. I mean, some of his best games have been these twelve carry, one hundred and forty-yard performances. Um, I you, always, listen. I, I always
3: thought he was that. I always thought he was that kind of back, but I, I feel like he's. Uh, adjusted or changed or matured or whatever you want to say, but I I feel like he's definitely started to be able to uh, do more um, early on and right from the get-go and make the most of of his limited opportunities. I mean, let's be honest.
0: He's a lot different than he was coming in as a rookie. I mean, he has improved in all areas. I mean, he is so much better than he was coming out of college.
1: Kevin, I didn't mean for. The- <laughs> I, I, I was, I was surprised. I,
3: I, I but uh, I gotta admit though, I mean, watching the game, being there in the know, I mean, I was surprised. I, uh, he, he was. I thought he was. He was producing significantly better than Hightower, and yet they kept, um, they, they really split the carries, and I just. Well, he was felt coming like, back from Ingram? a
0: concussion. Yeah.
3: Who? Who? Ingram. Ingram. Ingram yeah. looked like I he think died
1: were- on Thursday, dude. That was. No he was not looking I was kinda surprised. I don't that know he if I
0: don't know I don't if know if he's playing he's playing, he's playing. If, line, if if he's, What I don't know if you noticed this from the sideline or I'm I'm sorry from from the stands, but when you watch the broadcast and you know kinda he, he took a couple hits early in the game and he, hmm. he looked a little off. Like he it was weird, yeah, like no, he came to the sideline, he almost like waved high tower in. And you yeah. looked at him, and he was, hmm. like, smelling the, the smelling salts on the sidelines. Like, Oh, I didn't I don't know, know that if it was like a, I didn't know if it was, like, a post-concussion thing or if he was a little dinged up. But he just didn't look right. And then he would come in, and he would be awesome again. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I wonder if he was feeling the effects a little bit, like, lingering effects from the concussion. Um, yeah, maybe. I didn't see any of that.
1: Um, Kevin, Drew Brees has six straight weeks of seventy percent completion uh he's rolling again he's he might be i feel like his projections are just totally ignored by the national media and i feel like it's ignored by some saints fans. i feel like we we talked about ingram we We took
0: a he took a he took a beating in this game he
1: did kevin i feel well
0: we knew he was
1: yeah well Yeah. yeah but i mean he got some he took that shot on that fumble dude i was like oh jesus but kevin i feel like even saints fans We sort of – not that we don't appreciate him, but we kind of overlook him. We're talking about uh, Sean Payton's celebration and this. Dude, Drew Brees is still on pace for 5,300 yards and 42 touchdowns.
2: If – Ladies and gentlemen – Let's get ready for that fourth place finish in the MVP voting. Well, you think
1: it'll be that high? You think it'll, you'll think, it'll <laughs> huh? be, you'll think it'll be that high?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because because I think some of the national guys, they'll say, oh, he deserves to finish and he deserves a fourth place finish. Let's give it to him. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to reading Peter King. Uh, well, actually, I'm not. But I'm looking forward to hearing uh, Peter King saying something nice about Matt Ryan at the end of the year. Or uh, or or our buddy Prisco uh, talk about how uh, Ezekiel Elliott really really uh, really turned it on and, and and deserved it because the Cowboys had a winning record. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love it. I'm 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 really looking forward to uh to, to reading all the reasons why Drew Brees is not is is not that great. I,
0: I work with a buddy who is a big Rams fan. And you know he watches all the games, and I mean he's he's done it for years. I worked with him for years, and uh, I mean he had he had an interesting kind of insight. You know, we only watch the Saints' offense, and sure, I watch other NFL games, but um, obviously, I don't know those teams as well, and I don't, I don't follow them as closely. Um, but but he he made an observation, and obviously, the Saints have one of their most incredible games offensively with forty nine point. I mean, everything was working. Um, but he mentioned to me that. He's never really seen an offense. He's like, yeah, I mean, every game I watch the Rams play, I've never seen an offense with the amount of substitutions and motions and formation changes, and he's like, that offense, it it made me, you know, we take it for granted, not only Breeze, but Peyton, too. I think we we see it every weekend, and we just kind of – that's what our team does. That screen pass to
1: Josh Hill was beautiful for 35 yards.
0: I mean, obviously, I think there were some advantages to knowing Greg Williams and coaching with him and his tendencies and all that. But, but yeah. at the same time, you, think? you know, well, he, no. he, he, he just made the observation that there's no other team that he's seen in his years of watching the Rams that has had this kind of level. Um, and he was just like, yeah, I mean, you guys have an unbelievable offense. You know, the interesting, so. the,
1: the thing, the interesting thing about the Rams is people think of them as, you know, they were coming into the game, they were 4-6, and six, and Jeff Fisher, haha, he goes 7-9. and nine. But over the last month, even though they were 1-3, they had given up the fewest points in the NFL the last four weeks. They had given up 39 points the previous four games combined. And granted, I mean, they played some offenses that weren't too good, but they played Carolina, who's pretty good on offense, and the Dolphins have been winning, and... Um, and the Saints just tore them apart, man. I mean
2: Yeah, the 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 Rams came in like with the sixth rated defense.
1: By yards, and, but like second by right, points. Right, and, and they
2: and they've now been dropped down to fifteen. <laughs> wow.
1: I mean, dude. It What I,
0: have they dropped to? They were number one in points. Do you know what they were? They, are now they in were number
1: two they were number two in points, but number one over the last four weeks. They dropped to twelve in points.
2: Wow.
0: Wow, what a difference uh, playing the Saints yeah. makes, huh? Um,
2: oh, uh, Juge, <laughs> Juge, I had a real quick uh, videotape question. Uh, just because I, am I, sure you've rewatched the, uh, the 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 private game film at least half a dozen times <laughs> with uh, Jaworski. Um, <laughs> how many times? How many times did our buddy Greg uh, double cover any of our tight ends? Well, I think.
0: Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking why Brandon Cooks saw so little. Oh, my so God, little. the pearl
1: clutching so, over Brandon Cooks having no catches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know.
0: It's like 49 points and 555 yards It's not going to cut it if Cooks isn't involved. But, um, no, <laughs> no I, I think that's part of why he, he didn't really see much is, you know, first of all, they're super aggressive. So they send a ton of guys. But on top of that, they never wanted to leave Cooks in man coverage. So the over-the-top safety was basically hovering over him wherever he went. So that's why you saw so many plays develop and open up for the tight ends. Um, They were basically in man coverage with favorable matchups for the whole game.
1: I almost wish Josh Hill and and Fleener could have been one person in this game and you could combine all their stats because I feel like they had really nice games, but the abuse that the Saints gave the Rams through the tight end position – we, we didn't really didn't get to enjoy it fully because it was split among two
0: yeah. guys I mean when's the last time we saw Josh Hill get Catch. six catches for 74 yards? ever I mean, that's that, that's yeah. a yeah
2: huh so uh, so so j- just just so I'm clear what you're saying is that Greg Williams defenses <laughs> tend not to take into account tight ends ever tight end play
0: right. you, you can just go ahead and fast forward to your uh, San Francisco
2: Cisco Vernon Davis joke. <laughs> uh, the, well, the, well, the 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 joke now is that I allude to it. I don't actually make the joke. I allude. People,
1: <laughs> people who listen to the podcast allusions, Michael
2: allusions.
1: They know. Uh,
0: yeah, I, well, in that case, yes, you, you are correct. Okay, Greg Williams does not cover the title.
1: Dave, I think between surprising, f- I know. Speaking of jokes, I think between me and Kevin, we've made probably. 11,000 Daniel Ellerby jokes. Daniel Ellerby jokes.
0: He <laughs> just called him Daniel Ellerby. <laughs> Daniel Ellerby. Oh, we probably girl. made
2: 11. I can't laugh at him. I was calling. The... I, I called Mr. Holiday J. Roo for at least uh, six months. So, J. Roo. J. Roo. J. Roo. Oh, man, I forgot I about that. About that. Uh, so, J. Roo. <laughs> uh.
0: J. Roo Breeze.
3: <laughs> J. d Roo. Hey,
1: man, J. Rue returned, and the Pelicans actually won a couple games. Uh, so, but Dave Ellerby is like the second coming of Pat Swilling. He's he's played four games. He's got three sacks. He's he he gets two more sacks. He's going to set a career best in sacks. Like, what the hell, man?
3: Uh. Yeah, well, what I mean, he's healthy. He's been staying healthy. So, him and him and Craig Robertson uh, have both been been playing well. I've been very happy with uh, with Craig as well. But what I mean, he he's always been good. We knew last
1: year he was he was good. not, he's was not this good. He's no he he, he was, was pretty good. He barely got a chance last season. Yeah, but not the sacks, man. I mean, the the sacks was like oh. a one time thing when Baltimore won the Super Bowl in playoff games. This is not. I mean, playoff playoffs. playoffs. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, so, Andrew, uh, I, I saw He's losing some weight, man. He
0: lost 15 pounds p- in the off season. He's a different player, he's man. He's got
1: that whatever. It makes it, a difference. He's got that ability to, like, time the blitz up just right where, like, previous Saints linebackers would always just get – you'd see him coming. You'd be like, oh, the Saints are going to blitz six guys, and nobody would get there. Like, Ellerby can, like, beat blocks and get in. But, uh. The pass rush, Andrew. Um, going into the Rams game, I felt pretty confident that they were going to beat up uh, Goff, and they they got three sacks. I mean, they didn't crush him, but uh, is it fair? To, is it safe to say that the the joke that we used to make was if you can block Cam Jordan, you can pretty much own the Saints on defense. Is it fair to say that that's no longer the case anymore?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, well, first of all, I have to say, Jared Goff played pretty well. I mean, the Saints brought the heat, especially in the first half. I mean, they were blitzing a lot. They were blitzing LRB, they were blitzing Von Bell. And and Goff was getting the ball out quickly. He was getting the ball out quickly and accurately, and he, he made some throws, and it was pretty impressive. Um, I think as the game progressed, you know, finally they got a couple hits on him. He had the fumble, he had the pick to Vicaro. And I think. When, when you start to get a couple positive plays like that, especially against a young quarterback, they start to second-guess that stuff. And then the ball comes out a little less accurate. It comes out a little not, not as quickly. Um, and so that's how you can kind of r- rattle a player. So I was glad to see in the second half um, that start to impact him a little. And he, didn't, he wasn't playing as well. But Sheldon Rankins has made a huge difference, I, I really think. I mean, you look; he's had two sacks, um, but he's just been disruptive. He's been quick on the interior if Fairley's kind of been constantly good, but now you've got two guys on the interior that are really pushing the pocket. Uh, man, now I really feel like with these two guys, the Saints are one edge rusher away from really having a scary pass rush. But as it stands, you know, Ellerby coming back, he, he's been able uh, to give them a little bit extra pressure. But Rankins, to me, maybe more so than Ellerby, um, has been – a huge addition of this defensive line, and it's made a difference. So um, Now, on the, on the flip side, the, the one frustrating thing for me is Paul Kruger. I mean, first of Rams. all, the Rams benched Robinson, so they, they start the game with a brand-new left tackle. Now, Saffold's a guy that's been playing for the Rams, and he, he moves over to left tackle, so he's a good player. Leaves the game injured, and Robinson's inactive, so now they've got a third-string left tackle that they just basically throw in there. And Kruger didn't do anything against him. And that—that's to me, that's what's frustrating is you've got a veteran, a guy that um, has at times flashed that he's a pretty good player in the NFL, and they're just not getting production out of him. He's not going to get a more favorable matchup than he got in this game against the Rams. So yeah, I just really feel like there's still one speed-edge guy away from you know, really being special I, well, from a pass-rushing perspective. But it's improving.
1: But, I mean, so basically – but they're not. They're they're never. They're Kruger's. Kruger's the guy the rest of the year, right? They're not gonna play
0: Etabali more. They're not gonna play. No, I, I would more. like to see Etabali play more on third down. I think the problem in that game is, you know, there there weren't a lot of third and super longs where Etabali could just come in. But I think they just like Kruger's because he he's a better run defender than Etabali. So they feel like Kruger is just, you know, regardless of the play call, he, you know, he, he can kind of handle a multitude of situations whereas that a is probably only better in certain situations but i'd like to see him play more at least on obvious passing down
1: um dave can we just ignore the smell of the rotting corpse known as the saint special teams or do we have to <laughs> or, or do we have to talk about it
3: well at least they every every extra point went off without a hitch uh <laughs> yesterday i mean like like seriously it was very palp- palpable even after the saint scored a touchdown like people still stood up and paid very close attention to the extra point like every single time and people were making comments get that ball up there Lutz! you know make sure you kick it high enough um so you you can't sleep on Saints special teams anymore that's for sure they're, they're keeping it really exciting uh all
0: the way to the commercial That's break. Exciting. That's not the word I was thinking of. <laughs> I gotta g- I gotta give props to Lutz though. I, they obviously paid attention to it this week because I, I did think. As far as his extra points goes, I mean he kicked seven of them. They he my, got my, good lift on all of them, and they were all solid.
3: Yeah, maybe it's that guy, that new guy O'Day or whatever his name is. But but my question is, is what was with the? Were they intentionally kicking off short and trying to pin them? what was what was up with those kickoffs
0: that's a good question Andrew well I think
1: I mean was
3: was there a reason I, I, for that I,
0: was that strategic yeah well I, I think he, he might he might have just butchered one but i I think <laughs> when, when Cunningham fielded that ball eight yards deep and took it out and got past the 25 you know I think that was the final straw for Peyton you know, I, I think it was just like that moment. I mean, I was watching the game and I was like, "Holy shit!" If if the returner doesn't kneel with the ball eight yards deep, he's getting it past the twenty-five. Like our coverage unit is so bad that I mean, at this point, like if you're a returner, it's nine yards deep, just take it out every time what, against the Saints. I think the, I don't and, know. I don't know what was worse that or the fact that
1: the Rams had a personal foul after the touchdown. And had to kick well, off Well, that's
0: that's a thing that's so so it's like if it's nine yards deep for the other team, they should always take it out. If it's one yard deep <laughs> for the Saints, never take it out. Take the ball in the 25. Touchback, please. So, you know, I mean that that's that's just and yeah, I mean you, you alluded to it. So the, the fifteen yard penalty where in that situation you should get a return, you should be able to get decent field position, they still get tackled inside the twenty-five. I mean, it's unbelievable. And so I think after that kickoff happened, Dave, to answer your question, I think they were just trying various kicks where, you know, maybe they were trying to get a different guy to feel the kickoff and he wasn't really a return man. So maybe they could tackle him inside of 25. It worked once. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, But it's it's a joke, man. Special teams. Now, I will say this. This game was a win for all of you guys. All you special teams doesn't matter people out there. (laughs) It took took 49 points and the defense pitching a shutout in the second half. But for once, the Saints had two god-awful plays on special teams. And yes, it did not matter. So congrats. For the first time this season, awful special teams did not cost the Saints a game. (laughs) It Uh, didn't matter
1: we have so many we have so many Twitter questions and Lion Dean one. we might have to get to them uh, pretty soon Uh, but before to to, to wrap up on the Rams Kevin um, I feel like the Saints is it was Sunday is Sunday as good as they could play Did did he mute himself
3: yeah probably Yep. Yeah, repeat, repeat the question. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Jesus, I muted
2: myself. Repeat, um, no, re- repeat the question. I didn't hear the last part you was said.
1: Sun, is, is, was yesterday as good as the Saints can play? Is that like peak 2016 Saints?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's peak Sean Payton era Saints, that game.
1: So you're not getting any better. You might get the same level, but you're not getting any better than you got yesterday from the Saints. They can't, like... No. No.
3: I Let's not forget yeah. the 62-7 to 7 game against the Colts.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, for 2016, this is, like, peak Saints. Yeah, but this was oh, a better
0: team than that.
1: That's true. That Colt... That, who did, who did that, that, that? They had Curtis Painter. Curtis
0: Painter? Curtis
3: oh, yeah. Painter.
1: All right. All right. So, uh, let's do the Twitter questions. Uh... Kevin, this is from Dylan. How many other quarterbacks would be MVP front runners if they had Breeze's stats? All of them? No, they. They, they, they if 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 Dak Prescott had Drew Breeze's stats, they would. He would already have the MVP trophy. he would be in his living room.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, Skip, Skip Bayless would go on air every day with a priapism. <laughs>
1: Andrew. Why is Sean Payton so mad at Greg Williams? What happened outside of Bounty Gate that caused that personal bitterness?
0: Well, I think that's mostly it. But I think you have to remember: number one, they didn't talk at all, and this start this started before Greg Williams left. I mean, they were not on speaking terms, and you know, Greg Williams was walking around the Saints facility kind of bravado. I mean, I remember seeing things about this, saying that he, you know, bragging that he had a "fuck you" clause in his contract. Where you know basically he could ignore whatever Sean Payton said, and so you know they weren't on speaking terms. Uh, then I, I think he eight
1: million
3: get,
0: gets caught by the NFL. He he rats out players and he sh- rats out the staff. So he basically betrayed all the guys that he was you know hunkered it's, down it, and supposed easy. to be a coach for.
1: This is easy, Dylan. Eight million dollars. And Sean yeah. Payton, whether is he's right well, he bl- or him- he
0: blames Greg Williams. He blames for that. Greg yeah. Williams,
1: dude. He blames Greg Williams for Williams for costing him eight million dollars. He's never getting over that ever. It's like Macho Grande from Airplane. You never get over Macho Grande.
0: Yeah, like- I, I think it's. I think it's. It, it's the suspension. It's. It's uh, the loss of money. But I think more than anything else, it's the betrayal. <laughs> Of like ratting out Vilma, ratting out Will Smith. Just you know, you, you don't do that Dave, in the NFL. Dave, what? Dave, yeah, Peyton, did Pey- you ever Peyton's see Airplane? Big,
3: uh... <laughs> yes, I've seen Airplane. Have you seen Airplane? Uh, Pey- Peyton's, Pey- Peyton's a big boys' club, you know, coaches' club kind of kind of guy. He's he really buys in all that.
1: Dave, what vice did Greg Williams turn to after getting humiliated by the Saints? <laughs>
3: Uh... Scotch,
1: Scotch, lots and lots of Scotch.
3: No, I was trying to think of an actual person. I don't know. I don't have anything.
2: Hair to gel. To say to
1: that. He looks girthier than he did with the Saints. <laughs> I will say that.
2: Hair gel, so he could spike up his dew. <laughs> uh,
0: Andrew, I, th- I, I think he just watched the the Nature Channel, watched bears mauling. <laughs> they Here's an interesting <laughs> question,
1: Andrew, from Dylan, too. What will the Saints' win-loss record be if Breeze eclipses 5,500 yards and 50 touchdowns? He's on pace for 5,342.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only thing, in my opinion, that, that stands in the way is special teams. Um, I, I think – now, I don't, I'm not saying they will run the table – I think this team can run the table. I really believe that. I think they can go ten and six. I think they can win out. The offense is that good. The defense is starting to play at a level that you know we've always said: just be twentieth in the league. Just just be good enough. Well, we're getting that from the defense. If you and, and can I can I be a wet blanket I really, for a second? Go ahead. You Dave.
3: Have we played any good offenses in the last? Four or five weeks. Carolina is mean, we, good. Has this defense really been tested?
1: Carolina's top ten. Um, let's see. That's true. I mean,
0: but that that you, almost you, doesn't you've matter. Got, like
1: it, yeah. they, they
0: can. You've got school. the Rams.
3: You've got Denver. You've got Seattle. Else? Well, maybe
1: yeah. No, Seattle was trash yesterday. But I mean, th- the thing is, Dave, though. Bef- in 2014 and 2015, it didn't matter who the Saints played. It didn't matter. You were like, it, the, the, it doesn't matter that this team is 30th. But this week, we were like, well, this, the Rams are last in 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 points per game. We think the Saints can stop them. So I mean, at least the Saints have shown that if you are a bad offense, uh, they can stop you, especially at home. Um, I'll say that if dude, if, if this if if Brees throws for 5,550 touchdowns, I mean that's That means he'd have to pick up the pace and he'd have to have, like, two more, like, Drew Brees, like, four or five touchdown games to get to 50. I mean, I would say 10 and 6 probably. Another question from Dylan. Over under – everybody can do this real quick. Over under Drew Drew Brees uh, touchdowns, touchdown throws, 45 and a half. Kevin, over under 45 and a half touchdown passes for Brees. What is he at now? He's on pace for 42.
2: Yeah, but what's he he at now?
1: 30. Sorry, so he's gotta throw for thirty-three, sorry.
2: Okay, he's at thirty-three, and there's five games left. That's twelve. Carry the one. <laughs> I'm gonna say under on that. I'll say under on that. Yeah, I'll say under on that. I could yeah. see him hitting four.
1: He's only got thirty, I take it back. So he's got he's gotta hit fifty. Oh yeah.
2: He's got to hit 15 oh, well that-
1: in f- in f- in 5 games. That's a lot of
2: touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. No. Not happening. Andrew? Not happening. I'm going to say
0: over. Over, oh, man. I-, I just think he's playing a-, a few. He's got a few division games left, Tampa twice and Atlanta. I mean, he he knows how to light up those defenses. He's
1: got to have that means basically to get to for- to 46. One of these 5 games, he's got to have a monster game. At least it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, let's see.
0: I mean, don't forget last year. You know, this is after he had the plantar fasciitis tear or whatever in his foot. What he did to Detroit and then Jacksonville on back to back weeks late in the season last year. Um, you know, Jacksonville especially. I mean, he had one of those games.
1: Yeah. Um, any fear? This is from Hans. Kevin, any fear? Of a short uh, circle of life at Detroit, letdown. Hmm. Think he says, Well, I mean,
2: it is. I mean, it is the Lions, so you could see. You could definitely see that uh, that biting us in the ass. Uh, when was the last? So yeah, game? yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't the, think the about Lions. the Lion King. We play the Lion. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the sort of hard hitting takes you get from me. <laughs>
3: Yeah, are we are we opening the show with the with the Circle
1: of Life song? No, we're not. I we no, because song? I hate that fucking song. Uh,
2: are
3: we ending the show with that song? No,
1: because I hate that fucking song. Oh, come, come on. Lion King's, I'm, I'm, King's a good movie. Nah. The Clifford, this is a great question. Uh, Andrew, Clifford asks, who wins the cage match between Coach O and Joe Vitt? Oh,
2: God.
0: I mean, co- co- well, um,
2: Coach O. Co- I'm taking I mean, Coach O.
0: Your, your obvious money would be on Coach O. Just because of his size and and you know he's got that Cajun rage inside of him, you he can does. just see it. Yeah, he does. But that all that being said, I mean I could still picture Joe Vitt with a torn ACL and six broken ribs and Cheating. a broken nose and yeah, I, I could eel. still see him laying there throwing and, sand and just, in your yeah, eyes. Just just yeah, just saying, <laughs> Yo, g- give me, uh, give, me like and, and, and sh- <laughs> give me six Vicodin and and a give me six viking and I'll shank. Yeah, give me a little shank and, and six Viking, and I'm good. And he'd go right back in there and, yeah. and somehow win the fight. Oh, this is a good. Vit one. plays dirty, man. You can't ignore that. This
1: is from. Uh,
0: Vit's all Vitz all beat up from uh, from chasing that
3: uh, criminal car car rob, car thief. Uh, yeah, didn't stumbling. he tear his Achilles running after him? He
1: did. Yeah, he, he, carting he fell. He was, he was carting it for He a tore while. his
3: Achilles and broke his wrist. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is from Brian, Dave. Willie Sneed... I broke that story. Dave, Willie Sneed is a more accurate quarterback than Cam. How hard are we laughing?
3: <laughs> well, Willie only had, only got the one chance, but he did make the most of he it. He looked off the safety, Cam man. Cam is that pretty was, ter- terrible.
1: Cam was, Cam was pretty awful yesterday, and then they came back and almost won. Um... Better, uh, Andrew. This is from this is from Knick Knack. Better unsportsmanlike Saints moment. Turley hoisting the helmet or Peyton giving Greg Williams a big fu after every touchdown.
0: <laughs> uh, it's got to be Kyle Turley. I mean, at least with Sean Payton, you know, if the cameras don't pick it up or you know, there's no microphones out there, so at least there's some subtlety to it um, with. with kyle turley i mean it was in plain sight on the field of play and then and then i i think kyle turley might have gotten a pass if after throwing the helmet he didn't then go with the uh you know the uh the middle not the middle finger but you know the uh the simulation of up yours basically yeah. um yeah you know if he had not done that you know he probably would have been fine <laughs> yeah. but on Sunday. But that, that puts it over on the top. On Sunday for me. night,
1: man. That would break Twitter today if, if that happened. This is another question, Kevin. Who does Greg Williams put a bounty on first? Lion King producers or his own secondary for making him look bad?
2: Oh. I'll I'll go one up and say Jeff Fisher because they were getting kind of chippy on the start. They side were. That was, the uh, end.
1: that was Sean Payton, Rob Ryan
2: esque. That was great to watch. I enjoyed the hell out of that.
1: Everything I, um,
0: I mean, honestly, that might have been the best part.
1: Okay, this is an interesting question from. Yeah, this Peyton is, was
0: in their heads.
1: This was this is an interesting question. Uh, pick one. Saints score thirty-five plus a game and win. uh the next four, but lose to Atlanta to miss playoffs. Or Saints go seven and nine, beat Atlanta, keep them out of the playoffs. Which do you choose?
3: I would take keeping Atlanta. I mean,
2: yeah, seven yeah. and nine, keep Atlanta yeah.
3: out. Mm, if you don't lighter. get to make, if you don't get to make the playoffs, like then... no,
2: I mean.
1: I would take scoring thirty-five a game. You don't
3: make the playoffs in either in, in either scenario, so you might as well yeah, take Atlanta down with you. Yeah, but
1: I get I who get, gives a shit? Don't forget, this is the last game in the
0: Georgia Dome, too. Right.
1: Uh, but see, I want the the next four. What, weeks... What does
3: it matter if you win four games and score thirty-five? Yeah, the next plus four weeks it doesn't even get you be, in the playoffs.
1: The next four weeks would be so, so fun. So what? That's
3: so. Ralph. That is short-sighted, selfish thinking.
2: <laughs> draft picks, Ralph. Draft picks. Uh,
1: I mean, think I, of the am, draft. I, am I the only one that would like to enjoy four, a five-game winning streak?
2: Yes. In the scenario you described, yes. Yeah, if it got us to the playoffs, then I think we would all take the playoffs.
3: But in this scenario, he's saying you still don't make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, you got to also consider here that if the Saints won five in a row scoring 35 points on everyone, we would be on such a high, and we <laughs> yeah. and to have it all come crashing down in week seventeen <laughs> yeah, at is, Atlanta. Like the true. the drop off would just be. At least at seven and nine, you get a better draft pick, and you end the season on a high note, winning in Atlanta, and you kind of can go away feeling good about things. Like that would just be so deflating.
1: Yeah, maybe you you, you convinced me, Andrew, with your sadness.
3: I can't believe we even needed to.
1: Well, I mean, I just I like winning during the year. It makes the season fun.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I see where Ralph's coming from. You always want meaningful games. The later, the later in the season, the better. You know, I mean, me, get meaningful games in December is, you know, when the Saints were sitting at zero and three, I didn't think there was a snowball's chance in hell of that happening.
1: No. I mean, the thing is, though, if Washington loses to Arizona, the second wild card gets in play, the problem is Washington's got that freaking tie, so 9-7 isn't going to do it for the Saints, you know? Like, not, because Washington will be 9-6-1. and um, Alright, uh, the Saints host the Lions this week. Remember to donate. Stephanie donated. You can donate, too. You can buy an apology. All it takes is three figures but you can donate less. Carl donated $10 today. Thanks, Carl.
0: Um, Shoot, I'll unblock Angry Hoodad and his gang of uh, <laughs> Hordes. derelicts. Yeah, for, it, for, for, uh, th- for three figures. Who else is in figures. that gang? Who's in that gang? You know, McDoug and Jompel. Yeah.
1: I unfollow. Um, yeah, I, I for, three,
0: for three figures, I will unblock and refollow all three.
1: <laughs> just just laying that out there. Uh, yeah. Kevin, the Saints are a five-point favorite against the Detroit Lions, who are 7-4 and four in first place. And weirdly, the Lions have trailed in every game this year. They have not had a game decided by more than a touchdown. And they're kind of middling on everything. They're like 19th in points allowed per game. They're like 16th in, in, in points per game. They're kind of middling, but they're 7-4. and four, So, uh, And they're coached by Coach Corp's. Uh, Jim Caldwell. So, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, who you got? <laughs> no, no, dude no, no, seriously. No, dead. no, no. Not
0: corpse. Not corpse. Cardboard cutout.
1: Cardboard cutout. Jim Caldwell. <laughs> but he's on the way to two playoff seasons in three years as the Detroit coach. That gets you a statue built in Detroit.
3: That dude is emotionless, man.
1: So, Kevin, who you got? Saints are favored by five.
2: All right. I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to say, let me think. Uh, 37, hang on, 37, 31, 30. who's the hero? Uh, Will Lutz. Well,
1: <laughs> look at Sproles running free. Uh, what's the score? 24 to 13 Green Bay. They, they are the, I don't have, they're the 2015 saints. Their defense is horrid uh i don't have any fantasy
3: players tonight
1: Just carlos to santos came through for me in the clutch yesterday got, oh, got, you, you mean you mean cairo cairo carlos whatever yeah. hello he feels like he, he feel, doing that
3: that overtime goal inside of a post yeah
1: if he would have missed it i'd have lost but he made it so i won uh and <laughs> so andrew who you got Saints or Lions?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm I'm uh, half of mine to pick the Saints running the table. I'm feeling good, man. Yeah. Um, special teams, again, only thing that stands in the way. Uh, but I'm going to say Saints. I like 37, uh, but I'm going to say 24. I mean, Detroit's had a lot of close games. They have. Um, and I, I think they're kind of due for coming back down to earth a little bit. I mean, I, I think Matt Stafford kind of gets away with, playing up and down and then having a great two-minute drill. But I I just think in this game, the Saints defense is going to give up some touchdowns but play just good enough. And Breeze is going to just continue on this tear. Um, So, yeah, I like the Saints. So I'll say 37-24. And after going catchless, uh, I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks as my player of the game.
1: Dave, who you got?
0: Mm. All right, well, last week... I like to recap our
3: predictions here. Yeah, we need Last to week, Ralph, I think you were you were kind of on point. I think you were the one. Yeah, I was. And I said you were crazy, and you said no, no, the Saints are going to run away with this, and uh, I think you nailed that aspect of it. I, I was certainly not close to my score prediction, but I did say Mark Ingram was going to
2: yeah
3: uh, was going to have a great game. I was right about that. Um, I like <gasps> right I like the rest of you guys. like the rest of you guys, I'm I'm now feeling a little confident, and now we're in the home. We got a little bit of home swagger. Um, I like what I'm seeing in the second half from the defense. They are shutting it down um, in the second (laughs) half of games. Hmm. I'm going to say, I don't know if it's going to be as high scoring as you guys say. I'm going to go with, um, it's going to be close. I'm going to say Saints 28, uh, and I'm going to say Lions 27. It is going to be a close Ooh,
0: That means special it teams be comes a into play. Dave, are you, are you bringing your uh, son back to the game?
3: So, so actually, while I was at the game, I took my buddy uh, to the game on Sunday. And while I was there, Erin texted me because she was with the kids. And she was like, Dylan says he wants to go to all the games with you now. And I was like, okay, well, that's awesome. That was like the best part of my day, hearing that. Um, so I did invite a buddy to go to this Lions game a while ago. I'm waiting to find out whether he can still go or not, or whether his wife is going to put the kibosh on that. His um, wife. His, his wife. <laughs> uh, but if so, if he doesn't go, I told Dylan that I would take him. and he's pretty. He, I, I, I really want him to go because he seems like he's kind of getting into it and picking yeah. up on things. And I really want to
0: hammer home. Aren't the Saints
3: one know when he's in attendance? And yeah. they, they, want to know? they are, they, they are, they are, they are. They beat the Panthers. Nice. Nice. Um, but I'm I'm really trying to indoctrinate him. Last yes yesterday evening when the Panthers were winning, we caught the game on TV at the mall. And I said, "Oh man, the Panthers are winning, buddy," and and we hate the Panthers. Like we we have a running joke because there there's a go. kid in his class that that loves the Panthers. So, and then when we got home and I heard about the fumble, I told him I was like, "Buddy, Cam Newton fumbled it on the goal line and and uh, and the Panthers lost." And he just laughed hysterically. He was so happy about that. I was so proud of him. Nice, uh, Pat, good <laughs> but, uh,
1: father of the he's year. He's
3: getting there. He, I'm, I'm working on him. I'm working on him. He's getting there. Uh, I'm trying to have him be like Andrew's son, who knows like every player on the roster and their number and like what college they went to. Ben um, uh, so hero
0: of the game for the season. Yeah, Saints. he's completely um, brainwashed.
3: <laughs> hero <laughs> of the game. Say, I mean,
0: kid, poor kid has no chance.
3: I'm going to say... Uh, shit. You know, I'm going to go with... Um, just for the for no reason at all. I'm going to go with Fleener.
1: Ooh, it's an interesting pick. Uh,
3: it's been a little while for him to have a big game. So
1: here's the thing with Detroit, and I didn't realize this until I saw it on Twitter that they somebody tweeted that they had played crummy offenses. So I went and looked, and indeed, the Lions have only played two top ten offenses all year. Tennessee, which is weird that they're a top ten offense, but they're number seven, and Washington, who's number no, I think is number 10
0: the rest of their did those teams do against them
1: uh tennessee beat them 16 to 15 and they beat and detroit beat washington 20 to 17 but my point is
0: so they held both offenses to very little points
1: yeah but i mean i just think their their defense for playing for getting to play minnesota twice who's the worst one of the worst offenses: the Texans, the Rams, the Eagles. You know, I just think they haven't played an offense nearly as good as the Saints, and I think the Saints are going to score on them a lot. And I think it's going to be thirty-eight for the Saints, twenty-one for Detroit, and we're going to be feeling good on Monday. Um, I just, I don't think, I don't think Detroit's that good. I mean, Detroit is the Saints with better luck. And a better kicking game. That's it. Like that's the only difference. I would. You could even argue the Saints are better because their point differential. The Saints' point differential is better than the Lions. Um, my hero of the game. Who hasn't been a hero? You know, um, who hasn't been a hero on offense yet? Pretty much everybody I think has. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Michael Thomas is just gonna tear shit up again. But he's gonna tear he's gonna tear shit up to like 180 and a score to that level. So I'll go I'll go uh, Michael Thomas.
0: Um, we're really we're really setting this up for for Doom. special teams gagging up another one. No,
1: I don't think I don't think this I don't think the. They're not going ten and six, but I just think this. I think the special team. I, I think the, the special team gag probably comes on the road against Arizona or Tampa because that's when the offense seems to struggle a little bit and they won't be able to just score a ton and make special teams not matter. You know, so I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think the. I don't think the 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 heartbreak is this week. I think they. I think they get to six and six, and I think it either comes in Arizona or. Tampa, but we'll see. So uh, go to Saints Nation. Andrews got his grades. Uh, he was very hard on Thomas Morstead this week. Uh, go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave, have you written anything there? I haven't checked in there in a while.
3: No, no, it's
1: been a while. And Kevin's on the Twitter. Been a while. The Twitter's MadisonFarmersAlmanac.com. So, yes. So uh, donate. You can forward slash boobies remember you can buy an apology just putting that out there one more time so for dave for kevin for andrew i'm ralph until next week the bar is closed